Innovate with Adele presents Leading Through Your Heart, a leadership show exploring the challenges executive and business owners face in the workplace and how tapping into personal purpose and vision can bring the change most needed now. Adele DeMarco is an executive leadership coach and consultant with 20 years experience coaching leaders and teams from over 100 organizations. She builds on a background in neuroscience, anthropology, and organizational behavior and brings her decades of studying and applying the science of universal laws and success. Now, here's your host, Adele DeMarco. You've tuned into Leading Through Your Heart, and I'm so grateful we are here together. Leading Through Your Heart is a leadership show about leading your life and your workplace to be the best it can be by leading through your heart. And in this show, I share insights and inspirations about the Innovate process, a process that rewires you to lead through your heart. The theme of our show today is freedom. And really, more specifically, going from restriction to freedom and the power of your creative will and how it creates peace of mind in COVID-19. Today's main message is about the freedom and the peace we can have when we lead through our hearts and how our creative will helps us to focus on what matters most. In the first half of our show, we'll dive into the inner work. That's what I call with Yinnovate, the inner work by focusing on the experience of freedom that and the ways our creative will not just our human will can help you accomplish that freedom and peace on the second half of our show the Adele report I'll share the story of actor Jim Carrey who I consider a master level innovator and the way he uses creative will and he used creative will to become the highest paid actor in Hollywood at the time We'll also touch on the ways the Hollywood business model may now be more relevant than ever. So leaders, let's talk about today's theme of freedom. Who wouldn't love to experience more freedom right now? So let's start actually by taking a step back and honoring the fact that many of us listening right now may feel quite the opposite of freedom. Many of us currently in this very interesting time we are living in, we may actually feel quite restricted right now. We may feel restricted by our finances. We may feel restricted by where we can go and where we can't go. We can't go to the movies. We can't go to the gym or go to parties. We can't be with many of the people we really want to be with. Or we can't maybe be in the places we really want to be. We may be restricted from being with some of our older relatives, or if you're listening and you are older, maybe some of your younger family members. We may be restricted by how we're being told to run our business by the government. And we may feel restricted by even having to wear a mask or going to the grocery with it or around certain people. We may just in general feel restricted by the state of the world right now, simply by the fear of the unknown and fear of the future. The feeling of restriction may be wearing on some of us, on many of us, and I'm so inspired to share a message of hope in the midst of feeling restricted. And that message is freedom is possible.
And how is it that we know freedom is possible with 1000% certainty? It's because freedom, true freedom is an inside job and freedom is what Innovate brings. Innovate is a process that rewires us to lead through our hearts and our hearts are the doorway to our freedom. And freedom comes from doing inner work. So let's dive into the inner work today. To begin, we'll touch on Innovate principle number two. Innovate principle number two is the concept that we are one person with two natures, a creative nature and a human nature. And these two natures differ in many ways. Our human nature works through our five senses, taste, touch, sound, smell, sight, mostly via the body. Our five senses are detecting the world that's outside of us, the world all around us. Our creative nature, on the other hand, works through the six faculties of the mind, imagination, intuition, will, memory, reason, and perception. Now, here's another way our human and creative sides differ. Our human side cannot see the future. This is very relevant right now. It can only see the past. Our creative, our human side is literally designed with rear view mirrors. And it can trick us into thinking that it's seeing the future, but it's not really the future. It's taking something from our past, whether it's our actual past or something we saw in a movie or heard on the news or heard from somebody we know and projecting it into our future, telling us more than likely through the lens of fear, because that's how the human side operates about a worst case scenario that's headed our way. Now, on the other hand, our creative side, that part of us is the only part of us that can truly see the future. Now, there's a fabulous quote that feels so relevant to these times that pertains to our creative side. And here it is. The best way to predict the future is to create it. And that's the good news. We have the power to create the future we would love. And each of us has a future that is unique to every one of us. Yours is unique to you. Mine is unique to me. And then there's some overlap for both of us, for all of us. And I don't know about you, but that statement, the statement that we have the power to create the future we would love, it's an amazing awakening to freedom. Freedom. Now, here's where the the power of our hearts come in. Our hearts actually connect us to our feeling. And there's no denying that many of us are experiencing a lot of feelings right now. This is a very emotional time that we are living in. But let's go back to feeling restricted. What if the feeling of restriction is actually helping us to discover what really matters most in our lives? What if the experience of restriction is actually a gift? A gift to our hearts because our hearts and experiencing and feeling that feeling is helping us realize in this time of great change what really matters most to us. If we aren't able to do something, the feeling that we have is showing us what's nearest and dearest to our hearts, what matters most. And again, in the innovation process, we talk about the heart. It's our heart that's the doorway, the access point to our creative side. 
Our hearts are the midpoint, the intersection of both our human side and our creative side. Our hearts are where we feel the feelings of our human side to help us know part of our truth. And then when we're able to move beyond the feelings by honoring them and feeling them for a brief moment of time, we are then magically able to move beyond our feelings, to move beyond our feelings of grief and loss and sadness and anger and overwhelm and anxiety, which are very real for so many of us, many of us right now. And we can move beyond those to access our creative side. And those restrictions, then once we access our creative side, those restrictions and those feelings we have about them become a map, a roadmap to help us know what matters most and to help us know what we would love to create for our future. And once we've tapped into our creative side, we can begin to create, starting by imagining a future we would love. What would we love for our families? What would we love for ourselves, for our happiness, for our health and our wealth? What would we love for our business and our team? What's the future we would love for our community or our friends who we care deeply about? Our hearts are calling us and showing us through our imagination and intuition what we would love. Just ask what love would do now. So then what does this have to do with will? That's our focus for today, right? Our topic for today, well leaders. It's our creative will that keeps our mind focused on what we would love. It's our divine creative will, not our human will, that keeps us in attunement with our imagination and what our intuition is showing us about our future. It's our creative will that keeps our mind focused on the outcome we would love. And it is our creative will that is a form of strength, another type of power that keeps our mind strong, that keeps our thinking aligned with our creative side more so than our human side. When we reconnect with what we would love through the fire that's in our hearts, our fire actually becomes our desire. And that desire turns up the volume on our creative will. In fact, desire is our creative will on fire. When we unleash the power of our hearts, we shift from the push energy of human will And will becomes pull energy. When our hearts are on fire with what we would love, the things that used to worry us and bother us, they just don't matter as much anymore. They just don't take up as much time or space in our head and our body. Because what we would love is so much bigger. Leaders out there listening, pain pushes us until passion pulls us. Until desire pulls us, our hearts unleash to bring the fire of that desire. And that's why it's actually called burning desire. That's what gives our will strength. It's the desire of our hearts for a life that we would truly love. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen, leaders of the world today. That's our yinner work for this week, using the power of our hearts to go from restriction to creation to desire and ultimately freedom and peace of mind. And our creative will is helping us every step of the way. It's time for our break now. A quick quiz. Who is the American record? Who is the American actor who broke the Hollywood earnings record by being the first person to be paid $10 million for a movie? Know who it is? Stay tuned. And when we'll get back, I'll share the answer. She's a cat. 
If you're a business or organizational leader and would like to learn how to embrace this time of challenge as a time of growth, transformational growth, then call Adele DeMarco, host of Innovate, at 216-905-1199. That's 216-905-1199. Adele DeMarco has over 20 years experience coaching, so if you're an executive leader and would like to up-level your leadership and lead from your creative side, engage Adele as your leadership coach. Tap into the power of your heart, the most powerful engine for change. Investing now can help you leverage this time to install a new operating system for your company or your team. Call for a free consultation at 216-905-1199. That's 216-905-1199. And check us out on the web at Yinnovate.com. back to Leading Through Your Heart. Adele here of Innovate with Adele. And if you're just tuning in, today's show is about the power of our creative will, not our willpower, and how it can bring us to a life of freedom. The power of our creative will refers to the will that we have when we lead through our hearts, which gives us access to our creative nature. Now, the term willpower is a term more commonly used, and it actually refers to the will of our human side. Our willpower of the human side is the push enter we use, and it works, but often for just not very long. This is why New Year's resolutions typically don't last. But by contrast, our creative will, or as some call it, our divine will, is the will that comes to us and through us when we tap into the power of our hearts our most powerful engine for change. And instead of push energy, our creative will becomes the burning desire of our hearts and pulls us to the life that we would love. So it's now time for our Adele report. The Adele report is stories of innovators of today and the past. Stories of people who lead through their hearts. Our feature today has a Hollywood theme. We'll reflect on what we can learn from the Hollywood industry and about the future of work, especially given the context of COVID-19. We'll also talk about the Hollywood actor who used his divine will, his creative will, and the power of his heart to break the Hollywood record on the most amount of money any individual had been paid for a movie. Who was that actor? Well, more about him in a moment. But first, a bit about the Hollywood industry. Now, I believe it's helpful to share more about this industry in this interesting time we're living in because I believe the Hollywood model may be a working business model that's more and more relevant as we go forward. Now, just what is the Hollywood model? The Hollywood model is basically when managers focus on a single project and then hone the skills of, of select workers for a short period of time. Others have written about this in the book uh, Free Agent Nation or essentially in Project Work, or some people also call it the gig economy. Now, writing for New York Times Magazine, Adam Davidson highlights some of the major boons of this method, of this Hollywood model business method. He also notes that the Hollywood model is being successfully replicated across different sectors, for instance, in designing apps, in starting restaurants, in building bridges, and even more. Now, here's why your business 
and your financials, especially, could take some cues from the silver screen. One, the Hollywood model is easily adaptable. One of the most attractive aspects of this model is its adaptability. If something isn't working or if you decide to move to in a different direction with your project, you can assemble new teams at relatively little expense. That's much harder to do if you've spent tons of capital on long-term projects with long-term hires. Reason number two, you can constantly reassess where to invest your money. Now, author Adam Davidson adds that the film industry is always taking creative hints from the box office, at least before COVID-19, right? And then applying them to later, later projects. Every weekend's box office results provides new information about which skills and their field are valuable, right? They're using data, he writes. From a business owner's perspective, similarly, working on shorter term projects can allow you to reevaluate them where to spend your money once you've executed on your initial goals. You can then assemble the best teams moving forward based on what the market dictates as making the most sense for your company. Reason number three for the gig economy, lesson number three. I love this one. It keeps workers happy, which translates into profit. Ken Blanchard, a seasoned management professional and author of The One Minute Manager and The New One Minute Manager, perhaps said it best in his recent interview with Inc. Magazine. Money is not the reason to be in business. It's a byproduct. Now, in the case of the movie industry, the profit is the applause you get for creating a motivating environment for your people. Production teams are nothing if not motivated, given that they're often working under an intense time crunch. Davidson also argues that the Hollywood model is relatively good to its employees. They make reasonable wages, often more than their counterparts in related industries, and their skills are in high demand. That gives employees the upper hand when it comes to negotiating their terms. If your product is going to be economically viable, you need the right team putting all of its energy behind it. Now, the profits need to come from that extra something that only your company can give, something that for which your customers are willing to pay a premium for it, writes Davidson. So really, it's talking about the power of having the right people on your team delivering, delivering a higher and higher quality product. So lessons we can learn from the Hollywood model. Now, coming back to Hollywood, and specifically the actor, one of those team members in the, in the Hollywood model, that actor, who was the actor our quiz focused on today, who broke the ceiling in Hollywood with being at the time one of the highest paid ever in the Hollywood industry. That actor was comedy genius Jim Carrey. Now, I mentioned earlier, I see Jim as a master level innovator because Jim also knew and understood about the power of his creative side, of his divine creative intelligence. Jim Carrey used his imagination and his intuition to tap into the picture of a life that he would absolutely love, a life as a highly successful actor. Now, Jim Carrey also learned from restriction in his life. You see, Jim Carrey's dad, his dad also had a dream of being a comedian, but his dad made the decision to do something more practical, something to take care of his family. He became an accountant. And when Jim was 12 years old, 
His dad lost his job and his family struggled financially thereafter. It was then that Jim Carrey realized that you can fail at not following your dream. So why not give your dream a shot? Jim Carrey was born in Ontario, Canada, and he got his start with a spot doing stand-up at a Toronto comedy club when he was just 15 years old. By 1979, he had left the factory job as a janitor he had taken in 1978 to help his family, to help support his family. And he ended up making his living as an opening act for successful comics like Buddy Hackett and Rodney Dangerfield. Now, Carey eventually relocated to Los Angeles to pursue comedy. While he was a struggling actor in L.A., he used some Yenovate practices. Jim actually wrote himself a check in the amount of $10 million. And on the memo line of the check, he wrote, for acting services rendered. Now, he kept that check in his wallet and would often throughout the day take it out and look at it. In fact, Jim used his creative will to focus every day. And he actually had a ritual that he practiced every day. Every day, he would drive up Mulholland Drive in Hollywood And he'd look down over the valley and he would use his imagination to put himself in a life of being a highly successful actor. He'd get the check out, hold it in his hand, look at it, and imagine himself receiving the phone call from his agent telling him he'd gotten another part. He'd imagine receiving that check for $10 million and imagining his life as that highly successful, highly paid actor. And he did this Every day, he would use his creative will to focus, to get himself and that to that feeling of success and to just be in it for a while. And then what would he do afterward? Well, as he told Oprah Winfrey in an interview, he didn't just go home and sit on the couch and eat a sandwich. He went to work, both doing what he had to do to pay his bills and what he wanted to do being the amazingly recognized actor. So he'd pound the pavement. He went to auditions. He picked up the phone. He made phone calls. He took action. And this is, ladies and gentlemen, where our creative will also plays a a role in our life. It keeps us both focused on what we would love, more so than when we don't want. And then it helps us be able to take action. Oftentimes, the actions we may not want to take but our creative will will carry us to take them. So in a few years time, what happened? Jim Carrey did get a gig for close to $10 million. He was actually paid $7 million for, of all movies, Dumb and Dumber. Wow. 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 So Jim Carrey is a believer in and a practice of universal laws. And he they made him big in Hollywood, an industry of dreams and a business of the imagination. But in more recent years, Jim Carrey has fully become an artist. He is a painter. He writes children's books and he's become a, f- a motivational speaker. A few years ago, he was invited to give a college graduation commencement speech. And given that this is commencement weekend in real time here in May, I thought it would be rather appropriate to share some of the words of wisdom he shared with those students. 
You are ready and able to do beautiful things in this world. And after you walk through those doors today, you will only ever have two choices, love or fear. Choose love and don't ever let fear turn you against your playful heart. Thank you so much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap for our show today. I'm so grateful we were together. I hope this message sticks with you, with all of us. And remember, as you go forward this week, your heart is your most powerful engine for change. Bye for now. To live a free life. To live in freedom. The preceding program was sponsored by Yinnovate. If you would like to uplevel your leadership and lead from your creative side, engage Adele as your leadership coach. Call for a free consultation at 216-905-1199. That's 216-905-1199. And check us out on the web at Yinnovate.com.